Welcome to Photo Mission Focus Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of Focus, I'm flying solo. On this episode of Focus, I wanted to talk about photo books. And we have previously talked about photo books quite a long time ago, but I had a conversation this week with a photographer and they questioned to me and they said, oh, have you ever done photo books? I'm thinking, thinking about doing a photo book. And I said, yeah, I have done a couple and it is a, something I thought, well, it's probably something just a bit, you know, to explore and to talk about. And for a lot of people out there may have maybe big photo book users like produce their own photo books. But I think there's a lot of photographers out there who basically haven't done a photo book yet. And it's a really, I suppose it's a great way to be able to showcase some of your work. You know, it's even like, you know, a photo book could be your portfolio of your best shots. So it'd be one way, like I said, to be able to have a, a book that and I think is something different about it. I mean, these days with so much stuff online and people with online galleries, I think it's refreshing sometimes to be able to go back and look at printed photos because printed photos have a whole new feel to them. They feel just completely different to something digitally on a screen. And we've talked about, you know, I've said on previous um podcast about printing photos about the importance of actually printing some of your own photos and having some prints and it's something that I do and I've got a like in our um, studio there's a whole wall of photos that I've printed change them out from time to time but it's always nice to have some printed work around you so when you you know moving around looking you can look up at some prints and I think it's like I said it's just totally different to say looking at something like on your computer screen or on your tablet or or on your phone so yeah, so photo books is something, and look, there's so many different, I'm not going to go and say recommend one photo book company over another, there's many of them out there, and quite often, a lot of them have been actually going for a really long time, so if they've been in business for quite some time, then there's a good chance that the quality is fairly good, because I think you'll find that anyone who's kind of offering poor quality, poor service will eventually kind of die out, but I think that all the current ones out there seem to be you know, popular, and everyone has different ideas which one's better and they all do different I suppose they all do different offerings as well as far as different sizes whether they have how the pages are laid out whether there's a gutter or whether there's no gutter or how they're printed that type of thing so but I think one of the I suppose challenges for if you're starting a photo book is assembling the pictures like getting the the images that you're going to put in the photo book and it is quite difficult sometimes because you know, as photographers, we end up quite a lot of images that we become a kind of our favourite images. And if you're putting together a photo book, is you've got to actually go through and you've got to actually choose, obviously, ones that you want to use in the book. And the other thing is too, you want to try and I suppose some of those um, some of those images should tell the story. So it's always good, I think, to have sometimes have in a photo book you can have single images, which is fantastic. But I think you can also have a series, so you can mix it up, so you can have a bit of bit of both. Where sometimes you'll have a standalone photo which tells a story, and sometimes you might have a series of photos that tell a story. And I think sometimes the other thing is too is that when you're out shooting, maybe even think about the purpose of those photos that you might actually deliberately shoot something which you know you're going to you know use in a photo book. And one of the techniques that heard people talk about and seen over the years is quite often if you're in a scenic location and it's a kind of a well-known location or it's a location that you particularly like and you want to showcase it is that 
sometimes, you know, wherever you take your first shot, and typically in landscape, you're shooting them fairly wide, you know, for fairly wide lens, so you're trying to fit a lot, lot of information in there. But sometimes there's things within that um, field of view that are interesting as well. So one of the techniques you could try is actually, you know, take the wide shot, so that's the starting point. Then you could switch up to, say, something a little bit longer focal length, so you actually start now to zoom in, but not moving the camera. So keeping the camera in the exact same location that you've taken the first shot, and then you might go to a more extreme telephoto to really just focus in on one element of the of that scene. And I think that always looks good in a photo book because basically you can see the overall scene, you can then take the, take the viewer in a bit deeper, and then you can finally take the viewer to a point that you find interesting within that scene by using the telephoto and you know zooming in on that particular part of the subject. And like I said, it's the challenge is kind of like for all things like we've talked about when people are going to enter a competition sometimes or they're going to put it in some type of award. Trying to pick the images that you're going to use is the really hard part to do sometimes because like I said, it can be overwhelming and I've got to a point where I'm going to enter something then I start looking at images and I just get to the point where I just shut the computer down because I basically just can't decide. So rather than deciding, I'd, my decision is not to make a decision and I have to come back to it at some other point. So it's good to start practicing and thinking about, like if you're doing photo books and create, say, a, a folder on your computer where you might start putting images over the year and even if like you know you produce a photo book once a year and it could just be a snapshot of the the year so you might go back and look at you know 2023 and the images from January through to December that you've taken for yourself they would make an ideal photo book so you could go through those images and take kind of your highlight reel of images that say something about maybe you traveled maybe you shot some exciting subjects or whatever but it'd be good to actually go back and that'd be something if you're looking at starting a photo book and you're saying, well, how do I kind of pick the subjects? How do I kind of frame it? So you could just, like I said, do a year of a review. So you go back and look at 2023 and basically look at each shot, you know, go through your folders on your computer, look at the shots that you've taken and then try and then put together a number of shots. And then what you could do is then work out like to maybe you want to showcase five images from each month so you might put a photo book of 60 images in it you might want to you might want to showcase more but that's fine but it's just an idea to get I suppose to get you started that you could go through like I said your 2023 photos and pick five or ten images from each month and then put them into a photo book and build that up that way a lot of the photo books like I said templates to use as well so if you're not just sure how to how to lay the photos, how they might look good. You can sometimes use the templates and different things that they offer online where you can basically have a bit of a play around and work out how the images are going to best fit. And the other thing with photo books too, depending on the size of the photo book, is how the images are going to be, you know, the format, whether they're going to be um, landscape or whether they're going to be portrait. And again, and or maybe you've even, like if you've, I mean, I like shooting some images I shoot with the intent that they'll be a one-to-one image, so it's be a square image. And so, you know, again, all these things are considerations when laying out a page on a photo book is trying to get that balance right. So you're trying to get the photos so they kind of blend and flow. And it's a bit like sometimes 
when you're hanging photos on a wall and set up on the walls in the studio, it's a mixture between landscape and portrait photos. And again, it's trying to like putting those frames in such a way that it actually looks quite good. So kind of random selection of making the frames all kind of work together, even if they're like a set of landscape or whether they're a portrait. So again, same thing applies to a photo book is that you can have a mixture of different photos in there. But again, you've got to just work to how you blend it together. And also, I mean, the other thing you see, sometimes you can have a photo where it actually goes across two pages. So it kind of fills up, you know, um, it's a big wide vista or something you've taken. And just be mindful that sometimes when people do that and they get it back and they find, and like photo books are different printing techniques as far as how they're bound together. And like I said, some will have obviously where where the page is joined together when you open the book, it's not going to lay flat. But there's also some, you know, some offer a kind of a flat lay photo book type option, which typically can be a bit more expensive. But again, just have a look at, I suppose, what's going to work for you and what you're going to, you know, what what do you think you like when it comes to a photo book? And I think the other thing, if you know somebody who's already done some photo books, just ask to have a look. I mean, I know um, this photographer I was talking to who's kind of interested in starting doing a photo book, ask her to have a look at something that I've already done just to get some ideas. And I think that's a really good way to start. If you're not sure, sometimes just seeing what someone else does can sometimes just help you you know, make some decisions. And the other thing too is not all the images have to be in colour. I mean, I've mixed it up so we're on you know, photo books where I've done some where it's in black and white, some of it's in colour, some of it's a mixture. And again, depending on the image and depending on what the image says is how, you know, what how it's going to be best represented. So again, don't be scared of mixing it up and having having a different look in there. Like I said, having multiple types of shots in there as well. And I think, look, if it is a, if it is a year thing where you're basically going back and doing a review, then it can, obviously, it's going to flow a little bit different because obviously each month might be a totally different look because that's what you were doing on those particular months and that's what happens. So that's how you, you show it. And again, like if you're on a holiday, for argument's sake, and you do a photo book, which is another really popular thing that people do when they go on holidays, you, know, you end up with a lot of photos when you go on holidays, particularly to a location that you haven't visited before. So typically you take a lot of photos and then you get those photos and you start to go through and edit them and you get your favourites. And then quite often they just sit on a computer. You might put a you might put a post up on socials with some of those images. But for the main part, a lot of those images just live on a computer. They live in a in a folder somewhere and that's all they do. So again, that's something else that would really make an interesting photo book is say for someone who wants to travel to that country, they'll be interested to see what you saw and what you captured. And again, you know, each each of us actually see stuff differently. So but it does give people a kind of a representation. And I think when you are when you are out shooting and you're doing something like travel photography, it's kind of important to, I think, to you know, capture the stuff that you want to capture, but also capture some stuff that just shows generally what the lay of the land is. And I think that's always interesting for people who just want to kind of get a feel for what the country's like, the landscape's like, and how it looks. Again, it's just something you can, a technique that you can do is, like I said, take shots for yourself, but also take some shots that are more generalised and you know more like I suppose more like postcard type shots I suppose is a good way to put it 
they're the type of shots that some people who just generally want to see what a place looks like, that's the type of shots they're looking for. But then you you might take some shots where you're really interested in the culture and you're really interested in the customs and those types of things. And for some people, they're not, maybe not as quite as interested in those things as just the general you know, vibe of the place. So again, so in this episode of Focus, we're talking about photo books. And if you haven't done a photo book, maybe it's time to start thinking about it. Maybe, you know, 2024 is a time when you can start when you just start deliberately now shooting stuff that will end up in a photo book. So you deliberately go out with your camera and some ideas to shoot something that you will print and put into a photo book. And the other thing with photo books too, like, you know, jump online and do your research. And like I said, there's countless companies that are offering photo books. But quite often at different times of the year, they offer really good discounts. So be mindful that sometimes if you're looking at those cycles when they do their discounts, you know, some of them have, you know, 30% off or 20% off or, or, or something else, or they have a free upgrade to, you know, better paper or something like that. They're worth kind of, I suppose, looking at too, just kind of doing your research and having a look at it. The other thing, if you're part of any online forums, definitely use those online forums to help you navigate, particularly in your particular region where you are, that, I mean, obviously, if you live in America, you're not going to use probably use an Australian company and vice versa that quite often people might, you know, if they're in Australia, they might not particularly want to have a, you know, a US company because of the postage and those type of things. But again, it's kind of worthwhile if you're not part of an online forum, just ask people who's done a photo book, who did you use, how did you find them, was, you know, how long did it take to get it, was the quality there? And I think that's the... That's the big thing, I think. If you're going to go to the trouble of a photo book and sometimes if there's a better option to spend just a couple more dollars, that's ultimately going to give you better quality because at the end of the day, you're showing your work off in that book. So when you hand that to someone, you want it to be, I suppose, the very best it can be. You don't want to kind of have to compromise it by using your cheaper paper or a printing printing service that does it cheaper but also just doesn't have the just doesn't have the resolution or the punch in the images and I think that's what you really want is that you want something that when someone opens that book and starts flicking through it that the the images really hold up and the quality of the images really hold up so that's something I think it's worth paying that extra bit of money for I think and because the thing is you're not going to do this all the time where you're not going to produce a photo book every month I mean I suppose you could if you wanted to but most people wouldn't and I think like I said for a lot of people it's kind of around a particular an event that maybe happens people quite often put stuff together from their wedding or an engagement or a milestone birthday you know someone's you know 90th birthday or whatever I think the the thing is there's there's no rule hard fast rule on how you can use photo books and what you should use them for. I think you can use them for any purpose that you like. And like I said, you know, even from the point of view that if you're both out there trying to, you know, sell yourself as a photographer and you're trying to get paid work, sometimes just, you know, when you meet up with a potential client, rather than showing them an online gallery, how good would it be to be able to just slide across to them a, a photo book? Because again, for them, it's going to be something probably that, someone else that they've talked to hasn't done and it just may give you a different you know point of point of interest over another photographer so that you've taken that time to 
to put together your work and put it into a printed format rather than having it on a digital online forum. And you know, you always see these websites advertising. You can still you know, have all your have all your images online, and potential clients can come and have a look. And again, it's not always. I don't think it's always the best way to show off what you can do as a photographer. And I think prints still hold them, still hold some special magic to people like when people hold that thing it's a tangible thing that they're holding on to and they're flicking the pages i just think it's kind of refreshing in this digital age sometimes to go back to using something analog like a photo book and it's just something that you know our grandparents and parents and all those type of people that's how they used to you know consume photos they used to consume it by a photo album and the photo book is kind of a I suppose, a, a more upmarket presentation of photos because it now puts together in a kind of a book format. And the other thing too with um, a lot of photo books, sometimes you can actually add text. So that's that can add another layer to it by having a page in between and maybe just explaining a little bit about the images that are coming up next. This gives you the opportunity to be able to just talk about how you trekked into this canyon and, you know, you trekked in for eight hours and then you end up you know camping there overnight so you could catch the, the the first sun in the morning coming up in the canyon and you know sometimes just putting those um, bits of extra information in there just takes the the viewer just gives the viewer more information and I think you know when they look at those images they go well I really like you put some effort into getting it and I think sometimes that sadly miss that quite often there's photographers who go to great effort and they put a photo up, but the information's not there. Like they don't tell how they actually got that photo. So someone else might see it just expecting you can just roll in there, take the shot and walk out, you know, straight away. I think it's always good for other photographers to see and hear how some of these really great shots actually take a bit of preparation. They take a bit of planning. They take a bit of effort. They're just not kind of snap your fingers and you've got the shot. It's basically you've had to plan. And again, I think your photo book is an opportunity to better share some of that information about how you got the shot and, and what you what lengths you went to to actually get the shot. So I think, it's, again, it's just another really useful thing about photo books is that they can be such a, a great medium to, like I said, show your work off and also for you to be able to go back over time and look at what you've done and see how you've come because... Each year, if you do yourself a, a yearly photo book, basically you better actually kind of, I suppose, look at how your how your photography journey has unwound. So imagine if you, for the last 10 years, had produced a photo book, and I'm sure there's people out there listening who probably have done that. They've probably produced a photo book every year. They can look back and see how their photography has actually improved, and they can actually see where they've improved, and they can actually see in the images how they've got better and better at... Um, capturing those images and telling those stories so again hope this has got you thinking about photo books and like I said it's just something that I want to do more this year I want to actually do some more photo books this year I mean I like a lot of times you know you just don't have time to do stuff but sometimes you just got to make time sometimes you just got to schedule stuff in and this is the challenge I think of doing stuff as a creative is Time management is one of those things that is really sometimes becomes difficult because you've got so much you're trying to do and so much you're trying to achieve. And sometimes there's things that you just want to do but you just don't do because you just run out of time. But I think the thing is if you actually schedule yourself and 
make it that that's a job for yourself to do to be able to actually, like I said, put some of those images into a photo book and schedule it. At least it might happen. That way at least it gives you a bit more motivation to do it because it's really easy sometimes when you have to, when you can duck shove something, sometimes it's easy to be able to make an excuse why you can't do it. I just don't have time to do it. And again, the other excuse obviously is, oh, I just can't choose which images. But like I said, if you use the method, and maybe this is just a starting point just to get you kind of, I suppose, in the in the groove of creating a photo book is just go through starting, like I said, in 2023, look at the shots you took in January and just pick five of your favorite shots. So that's why you're going to pick five shots from January then pick five shots from the next month until you've kind of got 60 shots and then put a photo book together like that. And that way it's taken some of the... Some of that input or some of that kind of um, mental anguish about trying to choose which images to use because, like I said, you just kind of use a an idea of, okay, I'm going to pick five from every month and that will be my, that will be my, how I'm going to actually get my images without putting too much thought into it. So, again, it's just something you can try. I mean, the other thing which we've talked about too on on Focus many times is about, you know, if you've got a bunch of photos and you're not sure, print them out on small size like four by six prints and start putting them up around home and just put them in different places so you can just have a look at them and just see which images kind of you enjoy looking at so sometimes that's a way to kind of narrow it down as well and like I said the other thing you can do once you've created your photo book share it like share that information on on your socials it gives you something and then also I mean how good of a story like go through the process of how you collected the images, how you've kind of got online, how you've chosen the 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 um, particular supplier photo books for the one that you're going to use, and the reasons why you've chosen that particular one. Maybe over, maybe another one. You might because you've read reviews and you believe the quality's better, or it's such a good price, like such a good deal, like you you can go past it because, like I said, they're offering some really good discounts. But again, you know that's another thing too because a lot of people are looking for content to put out on their socials too to kind of engage people who've kind of followed them and again you can bring those people along your followers could come along for that part of that journey as well if you kind of like I said go about um, and document that whole process of how you actually create the photo book you can then document that whole process how you create that photo book and at the end you know the really cool thing to do is you know you can sit there and basically flick through the pages so you can kind of quickly flick through the pages and videotape that and that kind of comes off really well you know, as a way to show people all those images that you've captured and hopefully that might motivate people to do go out and create their own photo book and again like I said this year I want to try and do more myself so I think these things unless you kind of keep thinking about them and bring them to the top they, they're easy to get pushed back down again so again you know write yourself some notes and put some post notes up saying must do a photo book this year and like I said just then have that have it kind of in your on your radar something that you're out there that you're actually consciously aware of that you want to try and do so again I hope this has got you really thinking a little bit about your photography and how you might display it in a different way to be able to display it and be able to share it with people as well because it's, an, it's another way to, exp- um, to expand your audience and share what you do so until next time enjoy your photography And we'll chat again real soon. See ya.